0: Hallelujah. Well, we're at the end of this week, and I appreciate you all listening to me. Glory, hallelujah, and I just give praise to the Lord Jesus Christ for you. I thank God for you, and I bless you, and I decree over you that you'll receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, and that his voice and his words toward you will be more powerful than the words of hatred and and, and things of that sort towards you. Let God's word be magnified in your life and let every evil seed that was planted by the enemy be uprooted, pulled up from the root and cast away from you in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Well, brothers and sisters, the word of God is designed to bring a confidence, a holy confidence based off God's word. One thing about God, he cannot lie. So when God says something, if you will agree with it, that word is going to prosper you. For the words that I speak, that are written in the scripture, they shall not return unto the Lord void. They shall not return unto you void, but they will accomplish what they were sent out to do. Just like the rain falling from heaven, but it don't return dither, but it rests upon the ground and water it and it caused the grass to grow and the plants to grow. So is the seed of the word. When the seed of the word is released out of your mouth, out of my mouth, when the written word is released into the atmosphere, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You affirm yourself with the written word. You prophesy by the written word. You prophesy according to your proportion of faith and faith is released by what you say. Saying is releasing faith, whether it's in the the affirmative or whether it's in the negative. So let's go to Philippians, the second chapter. And let's start at verse four. It says, look, not every man on his own things. But every man also on the things of others let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus now you know i got the ability to take one scripture and i can stay on that one scripture for an hour but i'm not going to do that today but let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus now you can go a lot of places with that is Christ worried about anything glory hallelujah was Christ fearful you know, he said he has not given you a spirit of fear. Was he, was he fearful? No. He had a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. He died and he rose up again. Guess what? You're going to die one day and rise up again if God don't come back first. So you're going to rise again. Death can't keep you in the ground. And when your spirit leaves his body, it'll be in a resting place in Christ. According to Luke, the 16th chapter, I believe, when the uh, the rich man died, he was in a in hell, and and Lazarus the beggar died, he was in Abraham's bosom. He was in a resting place in Christ. So, say this, I uproot the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. The fear of death, I uproot. The fear of viruses, I uproot. Every spirit of fear, I uproot in the name of Jesus. Say it. And say, I have a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. See, God is not giving you the spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. So it said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. But then it tell you what was in his mind in verse six, who being in the form of God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Did, did you know that God made man on his class? You was made in the image and likeness of God. It don't say angels was made in the image and likeness of God. It said he made man. In the image and likeness of God. I'm not saying that the angels wasn't made in his image and likeness. But what I'm saying, it says that we were made in the image and the likeness of God. So his mind was that he could do what God could do. What I mean by that, Jesus, when he left, he said, greater works you shall do because I go to the father. Now, didn't I read yesterday that he said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world? So watch this, if you have the mind of Christ, that means you come to a consciousness or or, or to an acknowledging that Jesus is living in you. That means you can do what Jesus did. That means you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That means that you can cast out devils. That means that you can make money multiply. You can make fishes and fire loaves multiply. That's equivalent to money or whatever. When, When Jesus needed money, he, he didn't um he he didn't panic about it. He told them to go catch a fish and take the money out of the fish mouth and go go pay them them religious nutcases. He didn't say it like that. I added that. But he said, go pay them jokers. You see what I'm saying? So Jesus wasn't worrying about money. The Bible said he was rich, but he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. Jesus didn't sin, but he became sin that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you got to affirm yourself. Say this, say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't have time to go to every scripture. So I'm I'm really having you say the confession to affirm yourself in what is written. And when we drop down a little bit, at verse 13, Philippians 2 and 13, it says, for this God which work it in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Let me ask you this. Is God working in you? Yeah, he working in me. No, do you believe that he is at work within you? See, it don't work if you casually say it. You got to say it till you believe it on a heart level. And the way you get to that point is by constantly affirming what God has said. You should live a life of affirmations or confessions because it's only when Christ is built into your consciousness that you're going to be effective in prayer, that you're going to be effective in ministry, that you're going to be effective in anything you do, whether it's in business. You have to build the consciousness of Christ on the inside of you. Now, If you said this without it being written, you possibly could still speak it into existence because you're made in the likeness of God, the image of God, and you have prophetic ability on the inside of you. You can have what you say, but when it's written, it makes the weight of it more heavy. Now you take this scripture out of Philippians 2 and 13 and you say it over and over again. Now let's practice that. Say this, for it is God who is at work within me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now let's say it again. For it is God, who is at work within me, both to to will and to do of his good pleasure. Say it again. For it is God, who is at work within me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now say this, say greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the world. Say that again. Say greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now say this, say, Lord, I thank you that by your stripes I'm healed now. Now let's say that again. Say, Lord, I thank you that by your stripes I am healed now. Now let's say this, say, Lord, you made Jesus to be sin for me, so I have no sin. Say it again. Say, Lord, you made Jesus to be sin for me So I have no sin. Now say this. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now say it one more time. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now say this. Say, Lord, I thank you that Jesus became poor, that I through his poverty have become rich. Say it again. Say, Lord, I thank you that Jesus became poor, that I through his poverty have become rich. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, say this. Say, Lord, I thank you that I walk in perfect health. Say it again. Say, Lord, I thank you that I walk in perfect health. See, what you're doing is you're taking scriptures. See, I don't have time to go to all of them. And you are affirming yourself. You affirm yourself. And it's only after you've said these affirmations thousands and thousands of times through the years, saying them over and over and over and over and over again, to that unknown, just rest upon you, powerful. But you got to be willing to say them in order to get that increase. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.